Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Start drinking heavily. Let's, Let's see, see if, if they, they really, really do. What would you do with a brain if you had one? It's What's Trending with Jamie and Wicked. Apparently they give a lot fewer D pluses than D minuses. <laughs> on 98.1 KMBZ. Why is the number one trending topic in Kansas City about a hockey game that's going to be played a month from now? You got me. Why? Blues in KC? Blue, hashtag Blues in KC. Uh, now, maybe the Blues are visiting they're visiting KU and whatnot, and that's really cool. I'm not knocking that. When is it? The hockey game? Yeah. September so, 28th. So it's not tonight? No, it's oh. it's not today. Okay. Uh, it's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's September 28th. Huh. At Sprint Center. No idea why. But okay. they are losing KC, number one trending topic in Kansas City. All right. Um, BB-8 is trending. Star Wars fans rejoice. Lego unveils its first BB-8 kit. That's kind of cool. Out of Star Wars. BB-8 was like, it, it was all like pre-R2-D2 okay. in the last, um, or I'm sorry, post-R2-D2 in the last movie. And this was the the Lego kit, I guess. So I have a picture of the finished product. It's kind of cool. I mean, that's cool, but yeah. Why? Why is that the? I, I, it's on my. Why list. is that the number one trending topic in Kansas? Number two trending topic in Kansas City. Uh, Wells right. Fargo is trending because they have uncovered up to one point four million more fake accounts. Uh, so three and a half million potential fake accounts in all in an internal review. Oh. Twice as many, maybe, as they originally thought. Mm. So, um, Confederate is trending. Oh, why? <laughs> it has to do with the Missouri sure. representative, State Rep Warren Love, um, shared an article on Facebook. Now, what happened was um, somebody vandalized a Confederate statue in Missouri. Threw some paint on it, I believe, is what okay. happened. And um, Warren Love, representative, I don't know where, says that this calls for a lynching. <laughs> this is against the law. I hope they found and hung from a tall tree with a long rope. Wow. The person who defamed uh, this this Confederate statue. So that will be the end of Warren Love's run yeah. <laughs> as a state representative when you're calling for someone to be hung. Don't really know uh, Osceola. Sure. Is that right? From I, or, yeah, o- maybe. OCO, maybe. Where he's from. Uh, anyway. Hashtag Princess Diana, uh, because it was 20 years ago today that she died in Paris after a car crash. I remember the day, uh-huh. but it's one of those where 20 years ago I was 16. And with all due respect to the people of the United Kingdom and Princess Di, at 16, I didn't care. I had just started college. I was in my first couple of weeks of college mm-hmm. as a freshman. And and I vaguely recall hearing about it and that being shocking. And the details of, of the crash being shocking. And we talked a lot at that time about paparazzi mm-hmm. and the role of paparazzi. And, and then you learned a lot more about the anguish that she went through as as Princess Diana. And, uh, and, and that's kind of fascinating. To see how she changed the royal family and the role of that job and how Princess Kate 
takes after her in some ways and, and doesn't in others. If you want a good show, by the way, we are talking about TV shows last hour, watch The Crown. Oh, it, it's okay. about Queen Elizabeth when she becomes queen. And, and she, the woman who plays it, is up for an Emmy for Best Actress. And Jonathan Lithgow is in it. And he is amazing as Winston Churchill. And it's amazing. It's a great, great series called The Crown. Um, but again, I didn't. I, it, and Diane is in it. Yeah. She's, you know, as a baby, she's portrayed in it. But I didn't, at 16, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it had no impact on me. Hashtag uh, day of giving uh, to donate to Hurricane Harvey relief. Uh, if you just go to hashtag day of giving, you'll get all kinds mm-hmm. of uh, links for places that you can donate for today. A little bit later, there has been a benefit concert that is being put together. We'll tell you who's organizing that and, and who may be there coming up. That's pretty much it. Not much else trending right now. Hashtag new White House job requirements. I'm going to guess I, that's something for fun. I'm not going to. Want me to click on it? I could come up with several. Let's see. <laughs> and here are, the, here are the first couple. Experience mm-hmm. with handling toddlers. Okay. Uh, experience doormat being will, willing to be humiliated at a moment's notice. <laughs> Lack of humility and empathy a, a must. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to be rich. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. And white. Yes. White helps. Hey, man, being a white man helps. Rich white man. Hey, they've got Ben Carson. He's there. He's that, there's he's, that one. He's he's, yeah. he's he's your token black guy uh-huh. in the White House administration. All right, uh, coming up next. It's on our Facebook page. It's a very interesting story, and it's about a conversation that kids were having in a first grade classroom, and what it's centered on, and whether or not the school should ban these first graders from talking about it. We'll tell you what it is coming up next. It's Midday with Jamie and Wicket on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Jamie Monticelli, Mike Wicket. Hey, don't forget, we have a uh, Twitter poll going on right now. Almost 200 votes. Do you keep a gun in the house? Let us know on Twitter. Vote at KMBZ Radio. What do you think we're at, Jamie? About 200 votes in so far. I'm going to stick at 65% yes. 60-40. It's now below your guess. 60% yes, 40% no. Let us know. Continue to vote, and we'll update you all short, uh, show long here on KMBZ. All right, so the next question comes to us out of the Washington Times and what happened at an elementary school in Indiana. Uh, an Indiana elementary school teacher apparently made people upset after sending a letter home to parents asking them to tell their children not to talk about God in the classroom. An unnamed first-grade teacher at McCordsville Elementary School sent a letter home to parents on August 23rd, saying a group of about five students had mentioned the words God, Jesus, and devil during a conversation in class and that it was not appropriate of in a place to be holding a theological debate. It's debatable. For uh, first graders. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the letter read, with McCordsville Elementary being a public school, we have many different religions and beliefs, and I do not want to upset a child or parent because of those words being used. If you go to church or talk about those things at home, please have a talk with your child about there being an appropriate time and place to talk about it. Superintendent said a handful of parents complained about the letter, which he said had not been previously approved by school officials. He said in this situation, we want to be sympathetic to all of our students with diverse backgrounds but at the end of the day they have the freedom to say things as long as it's not disruptive to the environment um so if you miss that basically the superintendent said teacher shouldn't have done that should not have sent the letter should not have sent the letter okay all right Um, i mean he's not saying that but he's saying that uh he said the teacher is new to the profession and it served as a learning opportunity for her uh and said the teacher is still teaching that same class uh so basically the superintendent sort of did this yes but like yes and but um 
we have a lot of different religions. We have a lot of different beliefs. We understand where she was coming from mm-hmm. and that we don't want to upset other kids that might not believe in one thing or another. Uh, but uh, we have the things, freedom to say whatever you want as long as it's not disruptive in class. Boy, it's really interesting because we've always talked about uh, teachers teaching and people worry about the influence mm-hmm. of some teachers when it comes to teachers and their, uh, their, their religious beliefs influencing the lesson plan. Um, you know, we, we've always wondered about administrators. What about when kids start talking religion? And this is a really young age, by the way. Yeah, first graders. Um, I, first of all, I just don't know how you're going to control what kids talk about in class. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not in the middle of a lesson or something, I don't know how, uh, other than not allowing kids to chat, I don't know how you're going to supervise every conversation to make sure they don't talk about God or anything else you don't want them talking about. Um, and I don't think, you know, telling parents to have a chat with their kids at home about don't talk about religion at school. These are first graders. Right. These are first graders, you I, know? I'd really like to know. And by the way, this is just northeast of Indianapolis, just just right outside of Indianapolis. Um, I'd love to know what the conversation about Jesus God and the devil was like between a bunch of kids in the first grade. Here's what the superintendent said, uh, according to the Indianapolis Star. I don't buy this for a second, but this is what he says. (laughs) Okay. A handful of students, first graders, were having a pretty heated debate about the existence of God and the devil. These are first graders, he acknowledged again. (laughs) Okay. The teacher felt the debate was disrupting class, so she attempted to talk to the students about it. The topic came up again, so the teacher sent the note home to enlist the help of parents. Here's what I don't get. I don't get if the teacher's bigger problem is the disruption of class Mm -hmm. or the topic of conversation. Because if it's the disruption of class, then she needs to send the letter home to the parent saying, can you, you know, here's a behavior issue that we're having, address that. I think it's both because the note was about the appropriate time and place. Was it the content mm-hmm. that she had a problem with? And we don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly. We don't know exactly what was said. Right. I, I got to wonder what people think about this. Is it okay for first graders to be having a conversation about God and the devil and Jesus Christ in class? 576-7798. Because we love our separation of church and state, don't and we? For the moment, let's see if we can leave that part out of it. L- let's just um, see about, because yes, this is a public classroom, mm-hmm. public schools, taxpayer pay. We've had that conversation ad nauseum. Because where this gets confusing, and quite frankly, I don't, I would have to look at their policy, but they say the school district's policy falls in line with state law and that religious expression cannot be inhibited or advanced. So he's sort of making the free speech argument which is counter to sometimes what we hear about about church and state. But he seems to be making the argument that free speech wins here. All right. Kids can talk about whatever they want, as long as it's not disrupting class. But it was disrupting class. What if there was a three-way conversation about with three kids talking about the validity of their religion from three different sides? What if it was someone who is Muslim, someone who is Christian, and someone who is Hindu, talking about their God. And my God's better than your... Is that appropriate for first graders in class to be... Do- Part of me feels like this shouldn't be allowed in schools. And and I, I... Hang on before you jump all over me. I feel like 
it shouldn't be allowed in schools because it's this is a discussion about religion should take place either in the home, perhaps at a place of worship, perhaps between the families. I just don't know if it's appropriate for the the the, the classroom, especially at an elementary classroom, because. Of it being a public school? Because it's a public school, because I don't know if, if, if the first graders, look, I don't expect them to have, you know, a breakdown of the, you know, <laughs> the book of yeah. uh, of Ephesians or anything along that line, but it, it it's like, do we really want these kids having this discussion in school? Um, I don't know. I, I'd love um, to know what other people think at 576-7798. Oh, gosh. I, hate, oh, I love and I hate this. Um, <laughs> because... To a certain degree, I like that they were talking about it in school okay. a little bit. A, a little part of me appreciates that first graders were talking about something that's pretty intellectual. Like, these are pretty smart kids. If you can have a conversation about God, a part of me likes that they must be aware of God. And that, and I, and I like that. And I like that they're talking about that to their friends. Mm-hmm. Because they could be talking about what's on TV or they could be talking about anything else. On the other hand, um, I... Personally, I, I don't care that it's a public school necessarily because it was three kids, not every kid in class. So True. it was just the three of them hanging out. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty intense conversation to be having at school. The existence of God. That's a pretty... Um, Between seven and eight-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, six and seven-year-olds. Six I mean, and seven-year-olds. First grade. Thank you. Yeah, six and seven-year-olds. That's a pretty intense conversation for kids to be having. Right. At and school. At school, in the middle of the school day, I bet it was disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm okay with her not wanting that topic discussed. As long as she, I feel like she needed to. But isn't it freedom of speech? It is. is isn't it a freedom sure. of conversation? They can. I mean, they absolutely can. But she also has the right to whatever classroom management she wants. I mean, if this you know? was a private school, this wouldn't even be a debate. The sc- private school teachers can do whatever the hell they want. It would still be a debate because they disrupted the class. You know, because we're kind of talking about two things, the topic and the fact and the that, disruption. and the disruption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she should have just sent a letter home saying, can you please talk to your kids about proper classroom behavior? And that would have covered all of her bases. She didn't have to mention the religion. But then they would have asked why, what was sure. said. And, and she could have told them. And then she could have said, and in addition to religion, I would not want these 16 other things talked about in the middle of the school day either. But she didn't have to mention the religion part. She could have. She could have skipped all the controversy by just going with the disruption. And she's a relatively new teacher. Second right? year. Second year. Okay. Second year, and I, I forgive. I forgive because of that a little bit. It, there are a lot. There's a lot more to think about now in teaching than there used to be, and, and a lot more PC that you have to worry about than you used to, and and parents that you have to worry about not upsetting, and and in a social media world, uh. everything you do that's wrong gets out. <laughs> But at the very least, as a second-year teacher, she should have had the awareness to ask the administration first before she sent this letter out. She would, you know, that's mm-hmm. when in doubt, check, run it up the up the, the flagpole. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. The chain of the command. Flagpole. Yeah, a little bit. I got gotcha. you. Just to ask. Uh, here's a tweet from Brent before we get to the news and your phone calls. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Brent says freedom of speech is protected under the U.S. Constitution. These were first graders. Leave them alone and let them exercise their free speech. It- but is it the appropriate place for the conversation? Yes, they have the right. The right. superintendent acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. But was this the right place for a conversation like that? We'll get to Angela first off. We'll talk to Allie. We'll talk to Linda. We'll talk to Alex. We'll get to everybody. Should this school be able to ban kids from speaking about God, the devil, Jesus Christ while in class? 576-7798-981 KMBZ Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Jamie Bonicelli, Mike Wicket. Coming up, I'm just going to read the quote that's in the box. We'll get to this later. 
we only kill black people. That's the yeah. quote. That's the quote. Said by a police officer. We'll get to that later on. Right now, though, we are talking about uh, a much lighter topic. Yeah. Children and religion. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get to your calls here uh, momentarily, or you can give us a text at 22980. Uh, So we're dealing with a a few different sides of this and what happened in an Indiana classroom. Uh, This is McCord's Elementary with first graders. And I think that first grader part cannot be repeated enough because of the question Mm. on the table. Uh, But a teacher there who's only in her second year sent a letter home to parents shortly after the new school year started uh, because she had an incident in her class where a group of first graders was apparently having a heated discussion about God. And the words God and Jesus and devil were mentioned, and she claims that it was disruptive to her class. So she went up to the group of students, told them to stop. They quit for a minute, as kids are known to do, and then as soon as she walked away, they started again. And so it was disruptive again. And so with that, she sent a letter home saying that school is not an appropriate place to have theological debates. I laughed at that initially and thought first graders are not going to have a theological debate. This sounds like kids that maybe we're talking about God and Jesus, but we're probably not having the heated discussion that she claims they were. Nonetheless, the superintendent said these were a group of first graders that he said were having a heated debate about theology. Now, he is acknowledging that in this case, free speech wins, that that yes, they had the constitutional right to have the conversation. And he said, second year teacher, you know, we're not limiting your kids free speech rights. It, it was the disruption that was the problem. Uh, but we're asking you kind of free speech aside, is religion uh, an appropriate topic of conversation in a classroom for first graders, or or was she right to try to get this out of her class? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Angela in Kansas City, you're on KMBZ. Hello, Angela. Hi. What's up? Well, I just wanted to say I have a daughter who is in first grade, and she comes from a religious first or like pre-K, and so I have actually heard um, her talk about God with other kids at school, and it's more of like, you know. I believe in God, God's real, God's not real type of a thing. So it sounds like the teacher was just unprepared for that type of conversation. And you're not going to be able to limit what kids talk about. Um, so really what they should have done is just use it as like a learning experience and said, you know, some people believe this, some people believe that, not all people believe the same thing. Um, but obviously you can't avoid the topic completely because it's just going to create more drama amongst the students. I, I mean, disagree with you a little bit. I think the teacher can avoid talking about it and, and probably the teacher should. can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and, well, and I would try to avoid it, but if it came up and you can't get rid of it, then it needs to be addressed. It's a school. I mean, the kids are, but it's a public questions. school. Right. If they have questions, they need to know where they can go to find the answers. And if if the teacher's not comfortable with it, then, you know, I don't see that there's a problem asking the parents to maybe reiterate with the student where their family stands, but also that other families stand somewhere else. Well, let me ask, uh, I, to, to Jamie's point, what if, let's say, little Timmy and little Susie and little Stevie are having a debate about whether or not the God and the devil exist or whatnot, and they go up to you, Angela, as a teacher in a public school and say, Mrs. Angela, uh, little Stevie thinks that Jesus isn't real and the devil is. Can you tell him what's right? Because then you're teaching values mm-hmm. that parents no, would you say. Don't. No, no, uh-uh. no, you don't, you, don't tell them, you don't tell them anything. You ask them questions. 
So you say, okay, well, Stevie, what do you believe? Okay, Luke, what do you believe? Well, Jade, what do you believe? But well, then, but I, then, but but you Angela, know, you don't say what you believe because what you believe is irrelevant. But, but then you're ho- then you are leading a discussion at that point, right? And, and that's, to me, that's, that's not where, the place for that. That's where parents begin to freak out. That's is where when, you divert to parents. That's where you when the parents freak out. Because they don't want you influencing or even having the conversation. Right. Because a lot of parents would say, don't you tell my kids about religion or don't talk to my kids about religion. See, that's where this gets kind of foggy because the kids having their conversation on their own is one thing. Uh-huh. But if they go to the teacher, that's where people start freaking out. I think overreacting freaking out. But parents start freaking out. Don't talk to religion or don't talk about religion to my kids. Three words for you. Change the subject. <laughs> what do you think about Power God? Power of distraction. I'm not kidding. These are first graders. Yeah. Show them a toy. <laughs> if they're have, but wait a minute. If they're having a, a discussion about the book of, of Ephesians, they're going to be focused on the book of Ephesians. Make them play a game. Angela, Make them do anything else. Thanks for your call, Angela. We appreciate it. Let's go to Ali in KC on KMBZ. What's up, Ali? Yes, I'm here, sir. You're on the air. Oh. Hi. Hi. Um, Go ahead. Ali, go ahead. You're on the air, friend. Hey, Damien, we love your show. Thank, Thank you. you. So, <clears throat> my daughter is uh, is uh, in uh, first grade. Uh, she's about six years old. So, I think it's a, it's a learning moment for the teachers and uh, the parents, both of, both of us, that, uh, you know, uh, the kids have access to YouTube and uh, the books nowadays, which you know, we give them a lot of ideas. I'm sorry for my accent. I'm I'm a I'm an immigrant. Like you, maybe you. Uh, oh, you're all good, Ali. We hear we hear you loud. I don't know what that sound was. We'll, uh, we'll feel free to call back. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with your phone there, but that was not a good sound. Uh, let's go to Linda in Belton on KMBZ. Hi, Linda. Yeah. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. What's up? Um, so my belief is that if uh, you let children talk amongst themselves, don't make a big deal out of it. I think everything is going to be fine. I'm. I believe in Jesus, and I think if more people did, the world would be a better place. That's what I feel. Hey, Linda, <laughs> real quick, Linda, before you hang up, let me ask you uh, the same question that we asked Angela. Let's say uh-huh. that the three kids are having a conversation in a public mm-hmm. school about the, mm-hmm. the the existence of God and Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. uh, and the devil, and they came up to you and said, "Mrs. Linda." Um, you know, little Timmy doesn't think that, that Jesus Christ is real, and I do. Which one of us is right? Um, I don't think that, the, I don't really think the teachers should make any comment on that. I mean, I don't, I think they should just kind of play it down and let it just play it, play, let it play out. So just let them talk and stay out of it? Just say, I, I can't really answer I, that. You guys need to have that conversation on I your own? I think they should ha- are, are at home with their parents. Okay, but that's at home with the parents, right. not in the school. And that goes back to if you can't, and, and I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate, if you can't talk to your kids about it in school, if you're a teacher and you can't talk about it with your kids in school, why should it be allowed to be talked about in school? Because if you're in the fifth grade and you're starting to talk about sex for the first time, as a teacher, as long as I've been trained properly, I can talk to you about sex. I can talk to you about drugs. Why, if, if I can't talk to you about religion without parents freaking out, then par- it probably shouldn't be discussed in school. Man, that's a bigger discussion, too, because a lot of parents don't think that sex should be talked about in school. I, I, a lot of I parents would say that the same letter could have been sent with the word sex in the place of God and say, I don't want sex talked about. Because first and second graders, 
are getting awareness at that point, and the teacher could have had the same issue. And they could have gone to the teacher with the same questions. And then what? If the conversation turns into gay, straight, and transgender, as opposed to God, Jesus, and the devil. Then what? Um, um, If you can't talk to the kids about it, should they be talking about it in school? That's my question. That's the devil advocate way that I'm going to go about this. Because therefore, if that's the case, and the answer is no, then it should not be talked about by the students in the class. Yeah, um, but what if you can talk to your kids about it at home? What if you do I'm have talking a about religion the teacher. discussion? The teacher can't talk about it. If the kids can't come to the teacher and ask the teacher, Mrs. Jamie, right. blah, 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 and your answer is, well, I can't really talk to you about it. If you can't talk to your students about it in teacher, class, I mean, when you say you, okay. if you can't talk to your students about it in class, should it be talked about at all? And my answer is no. Uh, yeah, I guess not. I guess not. Um, should it be talked about at all? No. Then I guess the answer is no. Because you're, you're right. It took me a second to catch on to where you were going. Um, because I think, it, to your point, I think, I think it's difficult to allow kids to have the conversation and totally eliminate the possibility that the teacher would get involved in that conversation. That's my point. Yeah. Let's go to Alex on KMBZ. Alex, the floor is yours. I agree with you, Mike. Uh, I'm an ex-high school principal. And you can go through this for a lot of different directions. Number one, freedom of speech isn't going to protect you here because you can't yell fire in a, in a theater either. That's freedom of speech. But I'm like you, if, if you can't discuss it with your kids, then it probably shouldn't be discussed at all. Can I ask you so, something? As a former principal, what should this teacher have done differently in this situation? Before sending the letter, well, how should the teacher have handled it? Well, I think she's got to guide the, uh, the discussion in some other direction or open something else out. She's supposed to be in control of the class, not the kids in control of the class. So you've got, you've got to help the kids decide on, on something else to talk about. Do you divert the conversation if those kids come to you and say, Mr. Alex, uh, Timmy thinks Jesus is real. I don't think Jesus is real. Do you just say, look, kids, I think you should have that conversation with your parents? I think so, yeah. But you can also approach it from a historical standpoint because you can speak about religion in, in history classes and so forth as long as you're going from a historical standpoint. Right, and and, I, and you know the thing is, they're six and seven. That I don't know if they're going from the historic the, the historical perspective of religions throughout time. You know what I mean? Probably not at that age. Yeah. Somebody texted in and said a first grader would have gone through their first communion at that point. I did, and that could have been the the topic of conversation. I did. What about this? What if the conversation had happened in the lunchroom instead of a classroom? Ooh, good question. Because Think about that. It's not disruptive in a classroom. It's in a lunchroom. You've got a hundred kids together, two hundred kids together, or recess, or and it could have. You know, it could have started in the classroom and then she cut it off mm-hmm. and then it could have happened or at or at recess somewhere else then is it okay alex thanks for your call we'll debate that take some more of your phone calls we have a former retired now teacher on the line we'll get to every look at all these retired teacher 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 we appreciate aren't you people supposed to be in school <laughs> now we'll get to everybody coming up next here on 98.1 kmbz 98.1 kmbz midday with jamie and wicket jamie monticelli mike wicket Wrapping up our conversation about what kids should be able to talk about in school. And the question I asked before the break was in the example that we have going today out of Indiana, uh, an elementary school there where you had a group of kids, first graders, talking about religion. A teacher walks up and or it happened in the middle of class where a group of first graders were talking about God, Jesus and the devil. She interrupted the conversation. She claims it was kind of a heated debate between these kids. 
And she tells them to stop because they were being disruptive in class. And she didn't think that this was the place to talk about religion. They keep at it. She stops them again. And then she sends a letter home basically saying, talk to your kids and tell them this is not the place to have that conversation. Superintendent says she's a new teacher and kids, we, we allow for the freedom of speech. Kids can say whatever they want as long as they are not being disruptive. What I'm wondering about is what if this conversation had happened in the lunchroom or at recess where they weren't being disruptive and there were a bunch of other kids around and also not being as closely supervised? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Um, we We wouldn't know about it. I know that much. Unless one of the other kids like told the supervisor or whatever. But yeah, Hell we, yeah. It, uh, and that supervisor then could have told administration or something. But yeah, it seems less likely that we would know about it. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. What do you think? Let's go to Glenn in the Northland. Glenn, you're on ninety eight one KMBZ. Good afternoon, folks. Yeah, hi. Today? Hey, not too bad, Glenn. What's up? Well, I'm a retired history teacher from high school. Level. Okay. And we talk about religion in the classroom because you have to explain, excuse me, like the stuff goes on in in some of the Muslim countries, why they believe what they believe, that kind of stuff. However, there is, everybody seems to yap and dap about the separation of church and state. The Constitution says Congress shall enact no religion nor prohibit the free exercise thereof. So that simply means that, you know, those kids have a right, but I agree, they were disruptive, they have to be quiet. Is that something you think should be discussed? I know you mentioned free speech and, and, and church and state, but should six- and seven-year-olds be having that conversation in no, school? I think six- and seven-year-olds should just be redirected somewhere else. I mean, I drive a school bus now because I love working with kids, but I just didn't want to grade papers anymore. <laughs> hey, Glenn, let, let me ask you this real quick. The same thing I'm asking other retired uh, school employees. Little Timmy, little Johnny, little Stevie are having a debate. They come up to you. Mr. Glenn, little Johnny doesn't think that uh, the devil is real, but I do. What do you say? I say, boys and girls, I'm sorry, that's not something we can discuss here, uh, be- simply because it's just not allowed. And the other thing is, is it's not my business to get into your beliefs. Well, yeah, great answer. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Glenn. We appreciate it. I think she just changes the subject. Distract them. Are first graders easily distracted by everything? Not three of them are- that are having a conversation about I the guess. existence of Jesus. Start a game. Give them all something <laughs> to do. Give them homework. Let's get homework back in first grade. Give them candy. Okay. <laughs> Give them fun dip and a jolt cola and send not, them outside. Not my kids. Have at it. <laughs> Let's play heads up seven up right like now. That's what you want, Mike. What's that? <laughs> huh? I feel like that's what you want. Right? <laughs> Every day. Somebody give here. me jolt cola yes. and a fun dip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really what I want. <laughs> um, yeah. A history class would have been the appropriate place if there were to have been a conversation, but not at this age. Let's go to Linda in KC. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Linda. Hi. What's up? I, you know, the odd thing is I'm listening to more and more of what you guys are talking about, and I kind of fall in off all of the categories. Former educator, of course, parent, and a Sunday school teacher. Oh, wow. Linda, and, you, hit every, you check every box. <laughs> so, and you know what? I got to thinking while I was sitting here waiting, I was a Sunday school teacher who told the kids, and I taught four- and five-year-olds, hey, you need to go back and tell people that Jesus is your friend and welcome them to church. And I'll never forget, I had a little girl whose mother came up and said, oh, my God, you know, so-and-so went to school, and her teacher told me she was telling everybody that they were disciples and they they should love Jesus and come to church. So <laughs> I get that. But where where I differ on, on this teacher is, and the fact is whether it happened in 
the lunchroom on the playground, hey, they're five and six-year-olds, and I'm going to tell you they're going to talk, and they're a little bit more sophisticated than we think they are. The fact is is that the teacher, the distraction was not going to happen no matter what she would have done because if they started that conversation, it started because of what someone said or did or whatever, and, and the conversation ensued. But the thing is is that she should have said, hey, boys and girls, um, I hear you all are having a discussion about Jesus. Now, um, I know that we all have many beliefs, but I believe this is something that you should talk with your parents about. And then she should have followed that up by sending a letter home to the parents, letting them know what had transpired that day. And like I was telling your pre-guy, um, I remember when my daughter was at Indian Hills, and there was something about sex education. And given at that time we were having, oh, my God, there was a little bit of everything out there. And I didn't know exactly what they were going to be teaching. And so I I literally went to the school and said, hey, what are you going to be teaching? What's going to be said? Who's presenting this? And it was social studies teachers. And there were some of the things that I was not comfortable with. At that point, I said, I don't want my daughter participating in this. I said, my daughter and I have an open relationship. We mm. talk about everything. I will, I will give me the curriculum, give me the paperwork, I'll give it to her, I'll ask questions. Because the thing that we don't realize as parents, what we think kids are talking about or what we think kids are thinking about or what we think they're going to say, trust me, it doesn't happen. I'm, I mean, that's the adult version of what's going on. That's not the kid version. Man, I believe it. Hey, Linda, thanks so much. And again, she's been all around different, <laughs> every angle mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Appreciate that phone call. Uh, got time for a few more here. Let's go to uh, Susan in Overland Park. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. What's up, Susan? Well, I was. I agree with what the previous caller just said, 100%. But here's my, my take on it, because, you know, six- and seven-year-olds are way more savvy than we give them, you know, credit for. And they uh, watch television, and, and they do ask questions. Um, but this is what I would have done if I was a teacher. I would have said, you know, guys, how we've talked about rules. Well, here's the deal. We have a rule in school that there are certain things we don't talk about, and this is one of them. And it's not that I don't want to answer your question. I do. But there's a rule that says that I can't. So I want you to have the information. What I would love for you to do is go home, talk to mommy and or daddy about it, and say, this came up in school, and the teacher said she couldn't answer the question, and so can you? And then leave it at that. If it happens in a lunchroom, I doubt if it's going to, you know, if somebody's got a spinner out or something, that it's going to change fairly quickly. I think the teacher just stands back and, and waits. And if it gets heated, which I doubt that it will, um, then he can also, or the teacher can just say, you know what, there are rules, and it's not that I'm trying to keep you from talking about it, but there are just rules in the schools, all schools. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's probably pretty. It's, it's probably pretty hard to explain to a six year old about the rules of that that you can't talk to. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, it, you have to kind of lay that out there. I don't think a seven year old understands the idea of keeping but but i get her point but they do understand the idea of some things not being allowed yeah you're teaching them at that point rule you know at that point in school you've got the list of 10 rules up on a board somewhere you know do not run in class right you get your name on the board the first time you know kids understand that so 
And the answer is I would get my name on the board if I gave you my opinion of this. <laughs> I would, I'd get That's in trouble. That's actually not a bad analogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, last word on this goes to Theo in Kansas City. Theo, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Theo, you get the final word. I agree with the young lady that just called, and I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I think that we're really, I mean, we, yes, kids are more sophisticated these days, but I I think we're giving them too much latitude. Like I said, if, if rules are rules, if we can't talk about it here, go home and talk about it with your mom and dad, and th- then you know, like I said, you and I can have a private discussion. But you're giving them too much latitude. They 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 do what they want to do anyway these days. But I, like I said, I think that this conversation should have been cut short, sent home to mom and dad, let mom and dad deal with the religion part of it. You know what? It's a common, if you're against it, that's a common sentiment. If you're okay with it, you know, you go the other way. And I think it would have been okay for her to have emailed the parents of the kids that were involved and just gave them a heads up and said, hey, just so you know, this is a conversation that perpetuated in class between your kids. So the parents can talk to them about it if they want, but mm-hmm. you didn't have to send out a big letter to every parent in school. Just just let those parents know. You can read about the story on our Facebook page. Conversation is going on there as well. It's Midday with Jamie and Wick. And it- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.